Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the first entry of the Diary of a Cinephile. Now, most of you may be wondering what that is. This will be a quick introduction to let you know what this channel is all about, and to let you know what that word is if you don't already know what it means. Now, just to give you a quick idea of who I am, my name is Jesse West. I am a self-proclaimed movie buff. A film connoisseur, if you will, dare I say, a cinephile. Now, do you not know what that word means? It basically means the same thing as a movie buff, but it's just a word that I hope doesn't get you triggered with everything that's going on right now. This is the first entry in this diary, which basically means that this is going to be all about my opinion. That's correct. I don't care what anybody else has to say. This is about me and me alone. There will be no politics. There will be no religion. There will be no shenanigans of any kind. Now, with that being said, you must understand that I have the tendency of being wrong. I am human, so if my opinions don't necessarily agree with what the actual facts are in comparison to what I'm talking about, hey, I'll admit to it myself. That's the kind of person I am. But again, this is all just based on my opinion, so don't take this with any sort of seriousness. Take this all with a grain of salt and just listen because you might agree with me in some aspects of what I may talk about. Who knows? But the only way you'll find out is if you give it a shot. Now, today, we're going to talk about the Batman film. And what a time to be alive, let me tell you, when it comes to me. Being that the first entry I've decided to make for this uh, diary of mine to be The Batman. Literally titled The Batman. This trailer came out about a week ago. And on the Warner Brothers YouTube site, it has 19 million views. At least a million of them are mine. I'm going to tell you right now, I am a huge Batman fan. I will probably make numerous entries in this all about Batman. This being the first one, we're going to talk about how excited I am for this film. Now, many people saw that trailer and took it, you know, comparing it to what we've seen the Batman be so far. Now, I get it. I wasn't a fan of Ben Affleck when he was first announced. I'm going to admit I was wrong. I think he played a great Batman. I also didn't think Heath Ledger was going to make a good Joker. And look what happened. The guy won an Oscar and he was dead. I mean, you know, God rest his soul and whatnot. You know, I do miss him. But now you have to understand that that is a role that can no longer be duplicated. He's not around to do it ever again. So it's it's immortalized in that movie. And that's the only time we're ever going to see it happen in that fashion. Now, being that we're looking at this Batman without a Joker, probably one of the first times that we don't even know if we're going to see a Joker because the Joker is now completely separate. With the Joaquin Phoenix movie out, it does kind of seem like it's connected to this. But if you have seen that, spoiler alert, Bruce Wayne's like 12 years old in that. And the Joker looks like he's in his late 40s. So by the time Bruce Wayne grows up to be the actual Batman... The Joker's probably, like, half-dead. He's 70. He's in, a, he's in a home right now. He's getting fed applesauce from a nurse. Like, who the hell knows what we're going to see? This is a brand new universe that's being built right now for this Batman. Now, three things that I love about it. Number one, is it's incorporating a version of a Batman villain that I have always thought was a missed opportunity. And we'll get into that in a second. Uh, number two, it's very gritty. But not in the sense that it's just dark. But in the sense that... How he becomes Batman, it just makes more sense. And I will also get into that point. And number three, it's just that it's so long anticipated. With everything that's happening with Warner Brothers and how they ditched Ben Affleck. Because Ben Affleck was originally supposed to be the writer, director, and the star. 
Then he dropped out of the director's seat. He just wanted to write and act in it. Then he didn't want to write it. He just wanted to act in it. And then he went to friggin' rehab uh, for alcohol abuse. And then nobody knew what was going to happen. The Batman movie was floating. And then Matt Reeves came out of nowhere, the director. And he's like, I'm going to take this and I'm going to make sure it gets made. And I will be the first to say that what I heard, it was Twilight, dude. I went, "Eh." but then again, I also said that with Heath Ledger. I also said that with Ben Affleck, and I was proven wrong both times. So, I now have way more hope for this, not just based on the trailer, but I've also seen a couple of Robert Pattinson movies outside of Twilight. Um, For example, The Lighthouse with William Dafoe. If you haven't seen that, check that movie out. It's a freaky movie. And I think he said in an interview, he specifically told his agent, uh, the next project I want to do, I want it to be really out there. Then they sent him the script and he's like, yeah, this is what I want. So this movie is out there. So just watching Pattinson in that film gives me a little hope on what his range is and what he's going to bring to this character. Now, part number one, the, the, the fact that it is one of my favorite villains that I feel hasn't been portrayed yet. We've seen in the trailer that there is a character, looks like he's got a garbage bag and a pair of goggles taped to his face. That's apparently the Riddler, all right? If you had didn't notice that, that is the Riddler character. Now, the way the Riddler has been portrayed in most other fashions, question marks, green suits, top hats, all that stuff. Batman Forever, uh, that came out in the, in the 90s with Jim Carrey, that was a great betray- uh, betrayal. But that is a cartoonish Riddler. That's more based along the lines of, the Batman we knew in that era, you know, especially from the animated series or even the old 80s movies with Adam West. That Riddler is a one-way tunnel that we haven't been able to get out of because there hasn't really been another portrayal of the Riddler except for the video games. Now, if you've never played the video games, you got to understand the Riddler in those games, you probably see a lot of these memes floating around where it's like Robert Pattinson has to collect 300 Riddler trophies in order to finish the movie. That's exactly what it is in the game. You have to get Riddler trophies. And as you get more of them, you get to find the Riddler. He's not even a main villain. He's more of a side quest villain. And it's very much... Some of the scenarios you get put into, it's very Saw-like. It's very much like if you put Batman in the middle of like uh, one of the Saw films and you told him that he had to figure it out. And it's crazy to think that nobody looked at the Riddler like that. And I feel like this movie is finally going to betray that. It's going to betray Riddler, not just as, you know, a a smart guy who throws a bunch of riddles around and wears a green suit. No, he's a psychopath, and he feels that he's right. This is going to portray the Riddler exactly how he should be portrayed, not just as a genius, but as a, a genius criminal, like a genius psychotic person. And you see those in every scene in that trailer where it's portrayed with all those notes that's being left to the Batman, all from the Riddler. Now... With that being said about this atmosphere that's being, the tone that's being set in the film with how dark the Riddler looks, let's also talk about how awesome the idea behind the Batman is. For those who had been following it from the very beginning, the bat symbol on his chest had a very unique style that a lot of people, when they saw it, they realized, oh, this doesn't look like any other bat symbol we've seen. Well, from what I read when the first images were popping up is the symbol is actually... The pistol that uh, was used to kill his parents that he split in half and made into that piece on his chest armor. Now, I don't know if that's 100% true. Might be internet rumors, might not be. But if that's the case, 
Oh my god, are we in for some gritty Batman stuff in this film, guys. Now, look at everything else about him. Just the first scene where you kind of see him walking around the crime scene, you know it's him because of the cape behind the legs. He's wearing plain old combat boots. These ain't high-grade polycarbon army-style boots. They're plain combat boots. You pick them up in a fish market store. You can, you can go fishing with them. You can climb mountains with them. There's nothing special about them. Like, you don't really see a lot of the fact that he's, like, a rich character in this. He kind of just looks like a guy that's at the end of his ropes. And what is he doing? He's doing whatever he can to makeshift this superhero. And that just makes sense. If you think about everything that revolves around the Batman, you always want to ask yourself, who is there to build the Batcave? There's no way him and Alfred did all that by himself. How does he get all this technology down there? He's got to buy it from someplace. He doesn't just get it from his uh, his company. Not all the time, at least. And I know that they kind of portrayed that in the Nolan films. And that all made sense. Yeah, if they just happened to have all this tech and it wasn't mass-produced, yeah, let, let him take it and be Batman. Makes perfect sense. It's his company. So that made sense in that universe. But in this universe, it's showing what it's like for that Batman in this realm where he wants to be, like... A vigilante and he's starting from scratch look at the batmobile it just looks like like a it looks like the car from supernatural with a giant engine taped to the back of it and a bunch of wings sticking out the end like it just looks like he handmade all of that stuff and that is so perfect because that is exactly a portrayal that makes it more real i guess it makes it batman more realistic than batman just being a human being without superpowers could ever do because it makes it look like this guy just has his two hands and a dream, you know, and he's making this character come to life in some way, shape or form. Everything looks makeshift from his mask to to his outfit to the Batmobile, even the Batcave. The Batcave looks like it's in the, in the basement of, of a banquet hall that's been shut down uh, because it didn't get an A rating. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't look that fantastic. But then again, it doesn't always need to be fantastic. And this also might be just the start of the the batman franchise that they might want to build with this so it is kind of like a him progressing into the character he'll become but then again it also shows a relationship between him and uh the actor who's playing uh jim gordon um uh what's his name jeffrey white now if this is a portrayal of a batman that's kind of already been around for a while then yeah it still makes a little sense that it took him some time to make these things because batman rome wasn't built in a day so Batman wasn't built in a day either. We got to understand that. Now, when it comes to points one, two, and three, we have to look at this cast and realize how big of a film this is going to be. Not only do we have Robert Pattinson as the Batman, but let's just, you don't see him yet, but you hear his voice. Andy Serkis. If you don't know who Andy Serkis is, it's Gollum. You know what I'm saying? It's it's the, the, the bad guy from Black Panther with, with the robot arm. You know what I'm saying? I forgot what his character's name is in, in the Marvel Universe. Somebody shoot me. But Andy Andy Serkis is a great actor. And being that he's Alfred in this, it's just, it's awesome to me. Whenever they get a good person to play Alfred, like the actor they got for um, the Batfleck movies, that Alfred was great. Even Michael Caine was great. Like, so far, you could question every Batman that's ever been casted, but you can't question Alfred. Almost every Alfred has been top-notch, and I think Andy Serkis is going to be perfect for that. Now, the Riddler being played by Paul Dano. For those who may know me, if you're listening to this, if you're friends or family of mine, 
Paul Dano is probably one of my favorite actors because of his portrayal in um, of a character in There Will Be Blood with Daniel Day-Lewis. That movie is fantastic. I think he is a very well-ranged actor, and I look forward to whatever he brings to this character. Like I said, the Riddler in this film is going to be amazing, and I think Paul Dano is going to bring that to life. Now, I know there's a bunch of jokes floating around on the internet about Colin Farrell and his penguin look, and... I got to tell you, I didn't realize that's who it was either. I had to do a search. I was like, wait, Colin Farrell's in this movie? Wait, I didn't see him in the trailer. I mean, sure. You want to throw the penguin in there? Throw the penguin in there. You want it to be Colin Farrell? Let it be Colin Farrell. I love Colin Farrell. I have no reason to not like Colin Farrell. I don't know what they're going to do with this character. I don't know what his betrayal is in there. I do know that they have another, um, what's his name? John Turturro is playing um, Carmine Falcone. Now, of course, that's just one of the gangsters. So maybe this Penguin character is just kind of a, a leader of his own gang where Carmine Falcone is also a leader of a gang and they're rival gangs. Maybe that's the storyline that's in the background while the Riddler plays the, the main stage. Uh, I do see some things on the internet about how uh, the Catwoman character and the Riddler are kind of working together. Or maybe it's the Penguin and the Riddler. I don't remember exactly, but Zoe Kravis does look really good. And that one little clip of a little fight that they have in the trailer, it looks really good. And again, we're talking about gritty. We're talking about makeshift. Now, I loved the portrayal of Anne Hathaway's Catwoman in the Batman Nolan universe. But I do believe that for this universe, it needs to be a little more toned down. I think Zoe Kravitz is definitely going to bring that because it looks like it fits in that world. Let's also acknowledge that Matt Reeves has stated that this trailer is based only off of filming 25% of the film, I think he said. So we should expect a lot. And now let's talk about Matt Reeves for a second. He was the reason for most of the new versions of the Planet of the Apes films, which are all great. War of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, those are fantastic films. If you haven't seen those, you should watch that up-to-date ser series and get a feel of what Matt Reeves can bring to the table. And you'll probably appreciate where he's going with the Batman movie. Uh, he also did Cloverfield. I have a soft spot for... Um, the, I guess you can call them shaky can films, but the uh, the, mock the mockumentaries, in a way. I love those films. And Cloverfield is definitely in like the top 20 of uh, do documentary-style films. And being that that was also Matt Reeves, it gives me hope to what he brings to the table with this. I do wish we still had Ben Affleck at the helm. I do. Ben Affleck was great in his portrayal in both the uh, Batman vs. Superman film, and even in the Justice League uh, movie. Granted, we'll do a separate talk about the Justice League movie and the Schneider Cut when that finally gets released, but I do want to see what other people have to bring to the table. I feel like Batman is a very well-versed character that you can have these separate universes. Whether or not it's a universe that all these other people exist in, you don't need to have the Batman exist in a world that Superman exists in, or Wonder Woman, or the Green Lantern. It could just be Batman, because Batman is essentially more of a, a common person than anybody else's. He, he fits in more with everyday life because he is just an everyday guy. Granted, he doesn't come off like an everyday guy, and I digress, but I do, I do look forward to this film, and I can't wait to see it. Uh, I hope you guys are looking forward to it, and when it comes out, maybe we'll all go see it together. I don't know, but that's it for this entry. Uh, we talked about the Batman this time. We'll see you next time. Whatever I want to talk about, it's all my opinion. Take it or leave it. Uh, thank you, though, if you gave this um, podcast a chance. I do appreciate it. Uh, if there's ever anything you want me to talk about, shoot me a message and let me know. I love talking about films, and I'll talk about anything you want to talk about.